Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Coffee Chug, and I cannot believe that we are already to the 55th episode on Living on the Edge of Chaos podcast. This is another phenomenal episode as we have continued to explore the topic of leadership in these last couple of podcasts, and this episode is no different. The title of this one is Living by Leading. And we are going to be speaking with none other than Laurel Broughton, a student of mine who I've had a, the very great luxury and opportunity to teach and coach and work with her over many years um, and been able to follow her journey, not just as a student or a coach, uh, but moving from a, a young adult to now, you know, I almost view her as an adult in terms of the mindset and the goals and the things that she's accomplished and the things that she's hoping to accomplish. And so this episode is all about not just living with passion, not just leadership in general, but how do we live by leading? And that is a really tough concept for a lot of us to tackle and understand, especially when we're still students. And so without further ado, let's jump into this episode, Living on the Edge of Chaos podcast, featuring Laurel Broughton, Living by Leading. This is Coffee Chug, and welcome to another episode on Living on the Edge of Chaos podcast. And as you know, we are focusing on the theme of leadership in this little mini-series of the podcast. And and as I first started to develop this list of topics in the storyline that I wanted to develop in the leadership, um, this particular person we're going to speak with today was one of the first people that instantly came to my mind. Um, just for the simple fact that as I'm in a stage of my life right now where I've taken a new job for the first time in my life, a big career change, I've never never done that, and also launching a nonprofit, um, this is someone that actually has helped inspire me to take that leap. Um, and, and, and the crazy thing about this is she is still a student, and I think that she's probably done more things than, than myself and, and probably um, many, many of us listening in, which is really, really exciting. Um, and so I just had to get get her on the podcast. And what we want to look at today is, is living by leading. How do we actually take a look at leadership in the sense of not just reading about it, but actually trying to model the way. Um, and so before we dive into what this means and, and some of the things that, that, that we'd like to tackle in this conversation today, um, it's always important to find out who in the world it is that we're talking to. And so, uh, Laura, for those of you, for those that are listening that, that don't know who you are or will instantly recognize your name, why don't you tell everybody who you are and uh, what you do? Um, hi, everyone. My name is Laurel Broughton. I'm going to be a senior here at Bettendorf High School. Um, I, I know I play basketball. <laughs> I'm in the theater department. I do a lot of stuff when it comes to ex extracurriculars. I don't have a lot of free time. Um, I like to consider myself really involved. And yeah, I don't know. I spend a lot of time at school and working with other people. And yeah, this is definitely a passion of mine doing this whole leadership thing. I consider myself to be one of those so yeah absolutely yeah. and i think one of the things just even listening to your introduction that 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 a trend that develops time and time again with everyone we talk to is this kind of like well-balanced lifestyle in the sense that um you know every, when we try to talk about people who are doing really 
amazing things in, in life, they're not so pigeonholed into a, a funnel. And I mean, I know that's definitely you. Um, you are always involved in, in something. And I think that that speaks volumes to, I think, open up your eyes and building some some perspective of, uh, you know, what it is that we want to do with our lives and also learning from from a lot of people. Um, but let's start with this. And I guess the, the first question that, that I always like, like to ask is, how would you define the word leadership? Leadership. Wow. I get that question a lot, actually, at every leadership camp that I go to ever. Um, how would I define leadership? I think leadership is um, being a, like kind of like gently guiding. Sometimes you might have to use a little bit of words, but guiding others to the location that they, they should be at. Not necessarily somewhere that they want to be, you know, always having the group's best interest in mind. And um, I think a big part of leadership is making sure that you take into other people's you take other people's um, ideas and um, viewpoints into consideration when you're making any form of a decision. Because as a leader, a lot of people, you know, have that final say on something that you're working on. And I think that a big part of leadership is knowing that you're not the only person that this decision is going to affect and making sure that other people are involved in like the final say. Sure. I love it. It's a good one. And so there's a book that, that, that I've been really fascinated with called the leadership challenge. And I know, um, we haven't talked about this. You probably haven't read it, or if you have, I'll be blown away because I just discovered it myself, and I'm like, where has this book been? But in this book, anyways, they talk about like the five keys to successful leadership, and so like the first key that they talk about is modeling the way, and so um, what have been some ways in which you've been able to, to model leadership? I know um, we were just talking a little bit about off-air. You, you've barely been home this summer traveling and doing a lot of things in leadership and everything else and prior to this summer, so what have been some things that you've done to um, model the way and what it means to be a leader? Um, I think the, the first, you know, basic answer for a lot of high schoolers, you know, I'm a captain for a lot of sports teams. I'm dance captains for a lot of show choir groups. But in, like when it comes to um, more like leadership things that I've done outside of that, kind of all began in middle school, um, believe it or not, thanks to <laughs> Mr. Maurer here. And um I don't know. I think the first thing that really started was the Iowa High Five group that me and some six other friends started. And that was like a small group that started at my middle school. And it was all about student voice, uh, all about raising student voice and participation. And we wanted to uh, make sure the students at the middle school had a say in like the way their education was being led. And so I think that, that was a really big thing for me. That was a big turning point in my leadership journey. Um, that was when I first kind of, because that was, a, that came from my head. I was like, oh, this should totally be a thing. I found people that were, uh, that had the same idea that were like-minded and we all just kind of went for it. We definitely hit some, <laughs> some bumpy roads and we had big dreams and, you know, you can't always accomplish things as a bunch of eighth graders. Um, but we definitely worked really hard and we had, um, again, we had some big goals and we, we worked hard to make sure that something came of our group. And I think that it's really cool how high... Iowa High Five, um, which is the name of the organization, has kind of progressed without us even being there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that was a big changing point for me. And then, you know, past that, uh, at the high school level, I also um, created an organization called Ambassadors to the MAC, which is a small group of, so the MAC is the Mississippi Athletic Conference. It's a group of 10 schools in my area that, you know, we compete athletically. Um, but I use that group of people because because of athletics, we are together a lot you know we, we play schools in our area quite often and so we consider those schools to um we do a lot with them and have a lot of friends in there and we work with them heavily all being in the same community and so what ATM is is it's two students from each 
school and the MAC that meet. Uh, last year we met like four times and we just kind of discuss things that are going on in our area and how we can, um, you know, and every meeting is different. We go in there with an agenda and we say, we want to talk about this, you know, maybe it's homecoming season. So we're going to talk about what's going on with homecoming, but you know, it can totally go into a different direction and we, you know, work on things together. And that's another really cool thing that's kind of changed. But when it comes to the way that I've, you know, led, I think that those are like the big organizations. And, you know, again, I was captain of the basketball team last year and dance captain first round sound, but it's, which is my show choir. But I think every day I'm in student council and I think that that's kind of a big thing. It's just like leading every day. And I think I do that a lot. Um, but yeah, those are the big like turning points that happened in my life when it comes to where I really was leading. And, um, you know, in an organizational standpoint, I was, you know, making a real thing <laughs> and leading that that group of people. And I think that that's um, one of the bigger things and the two of the bigger things that have happened to me on my leadership journey. Yeah, absolutely. And I know just because I, cause I've been able to kind of watch this stuff grow and develop over the time. And so I know some of the stuff that has kind of gone in and, you know, the, the exciting parts and the setbacks and we know you set the goals and, you know, we think we, we can change the world and we realize we got to do that maybe in smaller doses and things like that. And so not that, that those things aren't capable, but it's, you know, trying to figure that out from our head to, to the theory land. And I think one of the common themes in, in all the work that you've done is you've really kind of challenged the way of thinking or challenged the, the status quo. And so what's your, your process? Not that it's some perfect template, but you know, as, as these ideas come to you, not that like you have, you know, I don't, I don't believe anyone has like a, you know, a graphic organizer they fill out, but, <laughs> but as you come up with these ideas, like, you know, with Iowa high five, I remember you guys were ready to like revolutionize like the entire <laughs> world and state. And, you know, we still did amazing things. And, and here you are. I think that those things help propel you to, you know, your ambassador program and all the other things that you're doing. Like it wasn't that it wasn't successful. It was profoundly successful, just not in the way you guys first had it in your head. And right. so how, how do you go about doing that? So you get this idea that that's challenging the ways in which people do things. Like what's your process for, for, for not giving up on those things and, and, and staying to, to the course? Because I think that's an important piece that where a lot of people I think have the ideas and are just scared or terrified to start. Yeah. And that's a really good point to bring up because both of those organizations that I brought up that have changed my life and the way I lead, both of them had extreme setbacks in the beginning. Both of them could have, I could have just said, you know, well, that didn't work. So we're just not going to do anything. And, um, you know, that's a really good point to bring up because we, we didn't give up. And I think that that's a really cool thing. Iowa High Five, the original goal of these six eighth grade girls were was to host a conference, Stairwise Student Voice Conference. And um, that was just not feasible. We came up with this idea in August and we were like, we're going to have it in May. And it's going to be great. And we're going to have so many people here. And it was just not realistic. And as much as we would have wanted it to work out, it wasn't going to work out. But through working with, um, you know, staff and faculty and Ms. Rauer and, um, and all these other um, people and um, people in the area, we came up with a thing called project tunings where teachers would have to come in and run through their projects that they want to do for the following year or the next semester or next term. Um, and it would be a panel of teachers and students who they, they would present their idea to and then receive like feedback and critique from the students and teachers. So the students were on the same playing field and could totally say to a teacher, 
I just don't think that that idea is going to work. I just don't think that that for these reasons, I don't think that this, um, this project is going to be super beneficial to students because you're going to lose them here. They're going to stop. As a student, I know that if I was doing this project, I would not, I'd be over it three weeks in, you know? And it was, I'm assuming, I mean, I've heard from teachers really, really, really impactful for the teachers to hear from students exactly what we were thinking, because you don't always think about what kids these days are thinking and how we would want to, you know, learn a certain topic because, you know, there are standards, you have to teach us something, but it's all in the ways you do it. And so that was something that was, we had never even thought of, but because of, you know, we wanted to do something with student voice and we were really passionate about it, it came up um, and it has changed the way the middle schools worked and it's gone all across um, the state and project tunings are just super cool. And I, I still, whenever I'm talking about them, I just think they're the coolest thing. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and I think, you know, not to sell yourself short too, but I mean, that, I think that's something that has, has been a catalyst for change in, in education um, for our area as well, as well as other schools in terms of bringing that, not just the voice, but the agency, where all of a sudden both sides to this equation of education are able to learn from one another. You guys were able to get a, get a better sense of what goes in on the teacher side of things to yeah. actually make a project. And uh, on the flip side, actually for teachers to open their eyes and say, these students really have something powerful. You know, and I think even in that end, we, you didn't get your, your state conference, but, you know, you also were able to pull off the student voice or the stew camp, uh, you know, yeah. and I think it also then led into really realizing there was already things in place. I think at that time, um, the Iowa Student Learning Institute were like, oh my gosh, yeah. you know, and so it, 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 it wasn't that it was unsuccessful. It just built this whole new pathway of things we didn't even realize, uh, yeah. you know, that, that, that developed. And I think that's the beauty of it all. And so as you worked through those, those, those things, like, I think the other key piece along the way is, is this like inspiring others, you know, like, cause I think if we were ever like by ourselves trying to do this, if it was just Laura trying to make this happen, like it's tough, it's, it's tough yeah. and things don't work. And so what's been, been some of your methods or ways in, in which you've been able to kind of help bring other people on board? Because in order to lead, if you turn around, there's no one behind you, you're not, you're not a leader, no. you know? And so yeah. what have been those ways which you've been able to kind of build some, capacity in, in, in a lot of the projects that you've been doing? Um, I learned very early in my life that a goal isn't a goal unless you tell somebody about it. And I think that that's kind of been a, a propelling point for me because when I first came up for the idea for the ambassador program in high school, my mom and I were driving to a basketball game and I was like, why is this not a thing? Cause I totally thought it was at this school and it wasn't. And I was like, why didn't I have anyone to ask, you know, like, why don't I know anyone from Burlington high school? You know? And I, <laughs> And I had this, this huge idea and I was like, why, why don't we all just get together? Why isn't there a group of students that get together and talk about things that matter in the area because we all are dealing with the same thing. And, um, and I was like, okay, well, that's a really good idea. And the first person I told was you because <laughs> I knew that you'd help me fine tune it. And the minute that I told you, I knew that you told me to it. And I think that that's the key is you've got to find somebody that is going to like hold you, is going to check in with you on that idea. Because if you have this idea and it could really work and, you're really passionate about it. You can be as passionate about it as you want, but unless you have that second voice in your head saying, so how's this going? How's this going? It's really easy to slip out of, you know, getting it done. Other stuff comes up. You have a lot of other things that happen. It's really easy to just kind of forget about it and just be like, you know what? It's fine. But when you have somebody else, it's like, oh no, I was really hyped up about that idea. I really want to hear how it goes. Let me know. Then you're kind of like, ah, shoot, I can't avoid not doing this anymore (laughs) because there's somebody else that wants to, you know, hear about it. 
So then after I told you, I was like, okay, well, now I've got to fine tune to how I, how I want to do it. Now I got to talk to somebody in the high school that knows how the high school runs and knows how administration runs. So I went to Kathy Aaron, who used to be the student council advisor, wonderful lady, runs RSCP or ran RSCP at our school. And I was like, okay, so here's this thing that I have an idea about. So now I have two people that know that this is a concept plus my mom. And you know that that's just right. got to get done now. So <laughs> I think that's because if you get as many people on board then then more people are expecting to see results from it because that would have been a really easy thing for me to just be like you know what that would have been a cool idea but can't do anything about it now um and I was running out of time I wanted to do it in high school and I wanted to make sure that I when I left it was in good enough condition that I could run on its own when I left right and I was a sophomore already and I was like oh you know I only have two more years to get this done (laughs) and so um so yeah, and that was a really big deal. And then, you know, when I first took it to administration, they were like, ah, I don't think this is going to work. And it was just a big no. And I was like, okay. So I went back to the drawing board and I had to do it again. And I was still talking to the people because they were like, well, you can't let it die. You know, right. you and Miss Aaron's were like, well, how are we going to fix it? How are we going to switch it around? You know, how are we going to make it so that administration like lets it through? And then I went back up and talked to administration again. And they're like, you know what? Okay. Like, I, I think we can get this done. And here's how we can get this done. And now administration's involved. You know, now now the big dogs know that this is a thing that's going on and so now you've got a bunch of people in your school then i had to pick the other person from bettendorf who was going to go to the ambassador meetings with me and then they knew and so i think the important part about getting people involved is i think you need to do it for your own sanity is get people involved so that you're you make sure that like you get your idea done and then in that way they're getting invested and i think that's a huge part of any organization is um, like I, we hadn't named the group until we met with the first 20 and we were like, what are we going to call this? And then they all, all of a sudden felt like this was something that they helped create, right. which it was, and they helped shape it. And so now they're really way more invested, way more interested and want this to succeed more than it would have been if I would have walked in with a full out agenda. This is what we're going to talk about. This is what we're called. This is our mission statement. You know, like right. this right. is what we are. And you're just a part of my world as opposed to all of us working together to form this big group. And I think, I think that's the key is you got to get people who are going to be invested about it and want to help feel like they're a part of the organization or whatever your, your idea is, because if you get people involved in the beginning, that's going to hold you to starting it. And then if you get more people involved that are passionate about it, then they're going to feel invested. And then it's just going to like kind of soar on its own. But yeah, I think, I think getting people that'll hold you accountable is the key because that's like, that's a big part. And being afraid of ideas failing is a huge thing. I definitely feel all the time. But if you get people are like involved to help you, then you're gonna have a, a bit, much bigger chance of success. Yeah, and I and I couldn't agree agree more. You know, I know even right now trying to launch this this nonprofit myself. If it wasn't for my wife and this Pat Breskin who I'm doing this work with, I would have I would have dropped this idea two months ago. Like, and these people just keep holding me to the fire. You know, like this is my passion. Like, you're gonna see this through, and and so. Um, I know exactly exactly where you're where you're coming from, and I think yeah. you hit on on something that, that I think that that that's really really important is building a, a culture where everyone feels invested, you know. And it, as you're talking, I can't help but forget that you know you're you're only going to be a senior in high school. I mean, you just <laughs> you have that 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 mindset, and I think it's it's something that gets overlooked time and time again, especially whether we're talking schools or organizations or whatever. Is that getting that ownership, you know, and, and for, for everyone as, as we start moving forward. And so where are you at now in terms of, um, 
what's your wow project of the moment? And so you've done all these these, these amazing things. You're heading into your senior year, like, and I know you've, you're doing a lot, but if you had to narrow it down, like, this is Laurel's wow project of her senior year, a wow idea. Oh, what is it yeah. that 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 you you're you just really really working hard to make sure that you get it done? Um. Oh man. <laughs> I'm putting you okay, on the spot. Well, I know. Uh, Making sure that ATM can stand on its own two feet. My ambassador program, making sure that 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 can go on its own is going to be a big thing for me because that is one of those things that I do not want to just like die when I leave. And I want to make sure that it continues on as I, as I, I go on and I want to make sure that I can come back, you know, and visit some teachers and see that ATM meetings are still going on. And I think that that's a big goal for me personally. Um, getting into college is a big goal <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's a big, it's a big thing for me. Uh, I don't know. I've, I was so busy this summer doing all the different things that I was doing. And I was at international thespian festival and three leadership camps and that was at an international diplomacy thing in DC. And I was just all over the place. And I think that I discovered a lot of new passions for me this summer. And I think that that's something I really want to act on. Not quite sure how yet, you know, right, right. um, know after I leave is going to be a big deal because that you know that's really important to me um and then you know seeing seeing what happens and getting myself super heavily involved like I usually am but like you know just staying active and getting involved in other things you know going to going to the the Stu Voice rally you know going here and going and making sure that I'm connecting with people and I think that those are my my big goals right now I don't have I don't have a big idea that's gonna it's popping out right now, but I think further delving into my passions, you know, making sure that I've got a solid future coming and making sure that what I've got, um, how, you know, I'm making sure that this month that I laid out time to dry. Well, I want to just make that <laughs> when I leave, we're all good. And I think that that's my big, my big game plan, my big goal for the next couple of months. But And that's a lot, yeah. you know, I think, I think you, you hit on a key piece. I think it doesn't always mean that we have to have like, um, uh one big monstrosity project. I think when I ask people that, they I think a lot of times they feel pressure to come up with something crazy, you know, and I think where, where you're at, it makes sense. You're trying to tap a lot of loose ends. And I think a key of leadership, you know, especially with what your ambassador program is, it's just that. Will it sustain when Laurel Broughton moves on? Um, that's a sign of, of leadership, right? That if, when, when, when you kind of pass the baton, so to speak, if you've done the work, it'll continue to, to grow and, and, and develop without you. And I think that's one key piece. And you're to a point where you're, you know, you're kind of writing the end chapters to a lot of things to pave way for a whole brand new journey. And so um, I think you're, it's a perfect answer, especially where you are in, in life. And so I think um, I love asking that question, but it also, Every time I ask it, you can just see people's face like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to say? So, uh, so I think you hit the nail on the head there. And so the last last question I have before we go into a quick little speed round to wrap things up, I want to be, make sure we're respectful of your time, is so so people are listening in and they're going, oh, my gosh, this, this, this lady is doing some amazing things. She's only going to be a senior like I but 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 they're but they're feeling inspired to get started and so what would be some advice if someone's listening in going okay I think it's time for me to to dab my toe in the waters of leadership and maybe take that plunge and and start to act on some ideas I have like where would you suggest that they get started in, in making that happen um 
I think that the first step is making sure that you know exactly what you want to do, um, especially, and I keep coming back to the ambassador program, but that was a big thing for me because that was a just me. This is an idea that I have personally in my head. It wasn't a group of six of us. It was just me. And I think that the key to that is finding out exactly what you want to get out of it. You know, what is the point of whatever you're doing and what exactly do you want to happen? Like, What is your goal? What's your end game? Because if you walk into a place where you're trying to get an idea approved, or you're trying to you know, make some substantial gains and you're like, well, this might happen or this might go down or I don't really know, but this is a potential. It's going to be a lot harder for somebody to get behind a lot of I don't know. So I think the first thing to do is make sure in your head, you know what you're going to get done and you know what you want to do. And then again, I said it earlier and I'll talk about it forever. You have to get people involved that want to do that. And that was a big thing for me to learn as a leader. And I think that I learned that a lot in high school is that being a good leader doesn't mean doing it all on your own. And, you know, your strength, you're only as strong as you are if you don't let any other people help. And I definitely don't have all the skills that, you know, you have. I definitely don't have all the skills that Miss Aaron's has, but we all, you know, all of us together can make something great. And I think that that's the key is you got to get people with a different perspective, lots of different perspectives. Like if you're a student, don't get like just a bunch of students' perspectives. And if you're an educator, don't get just a bunch of educators' opinions, you know, business owners, anything like that, make sure you're getting a big group of people to look at your idea and fine tune it and make sure that, okay, so now we've got a group of people that are like, yep, this is what we want to do. This is it. And then when you go to present it to, for me, it was administration, but you, there's always going to be an, a person that you got to get this passed by. You know, you, you always are going to have to get a presentation passed by somebody higher than you to make this be a thing that actually happens. And I think the key to that is just be confident and just you know, this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I want to do. And this is, you know, this is our game plan. And this is all that laid out. And when I went to talk to the principals from across the, the Mississippi Athletic Conference all throughout my community, I handed them, you know, four pages of stapled bulleted note packets that we could go through together on what this was going to be. And, um, you know, they're writing notes on these sheets of papers. And I'm like, yeah, okay, so this is this is where we're going to go. And this is what I want to do. And I think as long as you're confident in what you're doing, and you show how passionate you are, because you have to be passionate about it, if you're going to put it all the time and effort to get this thing right. started. Passion's a big, a big thing. And, and if you're as passionate as you say you are to get this thing passed, you just got to like, let that show. And I think that, you know, anybody can get anything done. I think being realistic is always a key, but you know, go for it. And, and if something fails, and you know, the original goal for the ambassador program was to meet once a month with a different topic every month of the school year. And while that would have been great, Burlington's three hours away, you know, and, and it's just not quite feasible to get all of us in the same room once a month. Um, and, but, you know, things that I didn't know was my my principal was like, well, the principals all meet and the athletic directors all meet. So why can't all the students meet on the same day in the same building? <laughs> OK, sign us up. So and that's, I think learning from people around you because you don't know all the sides of the story either, because everything that you have is going to affect something else. Like every other idea is going to affect something else. So. Uh, getting people involved, helping them fine tune your idea, um, because it's going to be so much easier to get it done when you have other people around and other people pushing you and other people with different perspectives, you know, making sure that this is, you know, this is going to work and all of you being passionate about it is just going to make it that much better. And the, you know, the reward at the end is just going to be that much, that much greater because you have people to celebrate with. So I think that those are the steps I would take, but just making sure that your passion is always, always there and in the front because people are, people love passion and people like seeing people that are excited about what they're doing. And so I think that's, that's the key for getting something 
awesome. created. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I think it's a uh, great, great advice for someone. I mean, it's just staying true to yourself and uh, not giving up on those ideas that, you know, come to us at the middle of the night or in these strange moments of life and going, this is, this is the moment, um, yeah. you know, and so I think that's good. So let's jump into the speed round here. So these are just a series of quick questions. I ask everybody at the end, just a couple of them. Um, and it's always interesting. Uh, no answer has been alike yet. So uh, the okay. first one that I have is what is something that you're reading right now or currently have, have, have been reading? I know you've, you've been ungodly busy, so I'm not sure how much time you've had to read. <laughs> but, uh, um, doesn't wow. always have to be okay. a book. Doesn't always have to be a book, too. I should preface that. You should preface that. No, um, <laughs> when I I just got back from D.C. and I bought a little pamphlet when I was at the United Nations because I wanted to just get something from the United Nations, which I know is in New York. I, we took a trip to New York. I say D.C. because that was um, <laughs> But I bought a little pamphlet about the way the U.N. works and um, motions in the U.N. So I've just been reading about how stuff works within the U.N. and how if I was going to sit in on a general session on how that would how that would go. There you go. So that's what I'm reading. <laughs> That's UN good, for dummies. Good, good, That's good light reading there, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, what is one person that ever that everyone should go follow um, that you think has has had a good impact on your life or represents leadership? Um, and so, I think something that's important. The reason I ask this question is because I think it's always important that that we expand our network of of people who we, we surround ourselves with or kind of look up to or follow the way. And so, who's someone, whether it's 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 personal or online or someone that you just go, this is someone that people should should go check out. Um. Okay. Well. Is it a plug to say coffee truck books? Okay, <laughs> um, it might be, but and I know you're already following him, so I'm just gonna give you someone else. <laughs> um, I Jimmy appreciate Costas it. I do appreciate it. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Jimmy Costas is a big one. He was the administrator that passed um, my ambassador program, and he's doing a lot of big things in education right now, which is super cool to watch him do that. You know, he was my principal, and now he's just up and doing big things. I think that's really cool. And as far as a student, um. Uh, Mar Mariana Gonzalez, she works on the Iowa Student Learning Institute. Um, she's really cool, too. She's another student that's super heavily involved. She goes to school in um, the Des Moines area, and she's just incredible. So I would definitely check her out, Jimmy Casas. Um, they're good people. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Good. What is your spirit animal? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, uh, probably a gazelle. A gazelle. Yep. Or a giraffe. Not a giraffe, though. Uh, nah, a gazelle. I'm yeah. going with gazelle. Final answer. Stick, stick with the gazelle. <laughs> awesome. And the last one, just uh, do you have any final thoughts or last nuggets of wisdom that we didn't get a chance uh, for you to share that, that you want people to at least be aware of before we bring this to a close? Um, I mean, no. I think I, I, I get a lot. I get a lot of praise for being this leader that I am but I think I there's no there's nowhere that I, I wouldn't be this far in my life leadership wise or in general without the people that I surrounded myself with so making sure that you have a good group of people that you always know you can go to and people that are optimistic and won't shut your ideas down and people that are you know just as passionate about the things that you are um I think that that's just the key to life in general not necessarily about starting an idea but just you know about 
always having a group of people to like go to when you have something that you need to talk about or an idea or I think that's just the key to happy living. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. I think there's, there's absolutely no better way to uh, bring this podcast to a close. Laurel, you continue to inspire me. I'm excited to see where your life journey takes you. I, I can't thank you enough for uh, taking time to talk with me. It's always good to connect. <laughs>